Welcome to Beyond Death, where we examine near-death experiences of people that say they have died, visited the other side, and came back. Immediately following today's NDE, I have included a bonus experience that was emailed to the channel by a woman named Mary, so be sure to stick around and listen to both. Up first we have a near-death experience from Bolette L, who describes dying and a spiritual being walking her through her life review on the other side. She continues to speak about learning her future and tells us about who all she met while in heaven. Let's get into it. It is the 11th of February 1996. I had postpartum preeclampsia after the birthing of my youngest son the day before. I gave a normal birth to my son, which lasted one hour and 15 minutes. The doctors wouldn't cut in me, give me a C-section, even though there was an imminent danger of cramps and the risk of bleeding to death due to my lack of platelets was great. My preeclampsia persisted after birth. The child, my son, my tenth child, was fortunately healthy and was fine after the birth. He lives today and is still going strong. He will soon be 17 years old. I bled from nose, mouth, and the eyes, as I lacked white blood cells in my blood. They are affected in preeclampsia. The personnel and the attending physician came once an hour to take blood samples. I received intravenous platelets in the arm and some other form of medicine that I do not remember. I knew that I was very ill. The attending physician came once an hour to check on me, and samples were taken of my blood once per hour, through day and night. I was luckily with my newborn son and was so happy. I also got to breastfeed him. At some point during the evening of February 11th, I sat in my bed with pillows supporting my back as I had just breastfed my son and put him back in his crib. I felt very weak and ill. I also felt befuddled and dizzy. Then I knew when I would lie down, I would die. I just got that knowing in a calm manner, without drama. I just noted it, feeling very tired and exhausted I tried all I could do to remain sitting, but then I couldn't go on, and I lied down in the bed. Then I died, in silence and calm, by feeling and observing myself slipping out of my body, out of the back of my head. Right after I floated in the air under the ceiling of the hospital room, I was in, while my body was still in bed, with my son sleeping by the bed in his crib. I died and floated slowly and calmly out of my body as though it was the most natural thing in the world. After floating under the ceiling I left the room, leaving behind my body, the hospital ward, and the hospital where I lied down with my newborn son. After leaving the hospital, I reached some nice, very comforting, and soft darkness. It felt so nice, soft, and loving. Then I saw a light very far away. It came closer and closer while the soft and loving darkness pushed me towards it. Then I was surrounded by this unearthly loving, very beautifully radiating light. In that overwhelming radiating, loving light, I met a glowingly beautiful, very loving being. It was as if I knew him. It was apparently a he. I knew then that I knew him and felt completely comfortable and happy. His loving presence completely surrounded me and together we went through my life and all that I had experienced in a loving way, not any judging way. It was observed 
and all the feelings involved during the life were examined. All was and felt good to see with him. While we were observing something particularly good, my good friend, this light being, made a kind of joyous outbreak of light and loving messages about what good I had done in that moment we had just observed. We communicated with the use of our thoughts and mind. There were a lot of smiles and happiness related with the review of my life, even though my life was anything but easy. It had been tough, with many tears, betrayal, loneliness, abuse and more, but much joy with my grandparents and good playmates during my childhood, and later with my own children. All situations were examined, and all the good was emphasized and shown. I could see it with him, endure it all without feeling a single negative emotion through it, which is strange to think about afterwards. While there, in my near-death experience, almost nothing made me wonder or question anything throughout the entire experience. Only much after, when I thought back, did I wonder about some of these experiences I had then. I was told what was especially good, that also included experiences where I had acted with my heart and not giving it any particular thought. This was really pointed out. In this way, I got to know what is especially good, to be and act with love and with the heart, to be happy and to be as good and pure in heart as possible with others. Not to lie, but to stand by myself and take care of myself. I learned to be true to my own values in myself, to forgive without accepting negative actions from others, to let go and forgive, and to stay in joy. I also learned to be in the present as much as possible, to nourish myself, and to be my own best friend, and to be a good friend to others. We all have our own path to learn and work on accepting this, so I try not brooding over problems, but to let go of them, even when it's difficult. I try to address the challenges and problems again when I have the strength to overcome them, to forgive myself and not push myself too much, to feel myself more and not cross my own limits and values, to be good and honor all living. I learned that death, that to die is so amazingly beautiful and full of joy and love. I felt myself to be very awake and aware the whole time. I was immensely curious and observing and my awareness was unearthly, much larger than when I am here in life. I could see 360 degrees around myself. I could focus on what I wanted to and keep it close up without any problems, even without thinking about it. I could look up, down, forward, and behind me all at once. I felt more fresh and energized than ever, much more than when I am in life. I had the feeling that I could do anything, not that I thought about it, but I had no problems at all and never speculated on anything negative. I was energized, joyful, and curious. I was there in the present moment, totally in the present. I felt no pain or gave it any thought. At the same time, I went through the life review with all the emotions and experiences, together with this vibrant and very loving being who I just knew so well, without knowing from where, other than it must have been when I was in the afterlife when I have been physically dead. I was whole and totally safe. Everything was sharper and I could focus on it when I wanted to. Colors were clearer and vibrant. My field of view was all around. It was so beautiful and all the colors were unearthly beautiful. 
I was so happy and calm during all of my near-death experience. I have hearing loss in my life. I did not have that in death, and I could hear much better than ever in my life. I had no trouble with my hearing. The sounds were beautiful and melodic. The conversations I had with others did not take place with sound, but rather with telepathy. I was completely filled with emotions, such as great joy, deep, deep love, comfort, gratitude, freedom. Everything is as it should be feeling. All is well feeling. I got to know from the radiating being, my loving friend, that I was only on a visit here at the other side of death and that I should return to life again. I didn't take this message in and didn't pay attention to it because I was occupied but everything else going on. All that I got to know, everything that happened, and all the love and joy that I felt. I was told that I would be divorced with my husband later on because we couldn't go on together, my former husband and me that we both had something else to do, and that I should look at it as a joyful thing for me that it would give me joy and much freedom to be divorced, but that it wasn't to happen just yet. I was told that I should forgive my then-husband and his actions and attitude, and that I should, with joy and gratitude, go on with my life after even though he would hurt me deeply. It was required for me to let go of him. I was also told that I would have many delightful experiences thereafter and begin to write and publish books about subjects I didn't know about yet. Then I was told that I would work with something completely different from then on, different from what I had worked with up to then. I would get completely different goals about the future compared to now. I was told that I should take care of my health and myself and to be good to my body. If I was, I would be able to reach those goals I had set myself before I came into this life, and that it would give me so much happiness to reach those goals. There were also great challenges ahead, which I had set myself to overcome in this life, and that I should work on not letting it weigh me down, but rather take it in stride and with joy, and forgive myself if I didn't progress as quickly as I wanted to. It would give me great wisdom understanding and peace of mind to work with these problems. I should remember to ask for help because I would receive it and it was very important for me to learn that it would take its time. It was said with laughter. When I got sad, from then on I should remember and learn to focus on the joy, to remember all the good that had happened in my life, that it would heal my emotional wounds. I would meet a lot of nice people, good friends and souls, so I should be looking forward to that. I would also find love again between man and woman much later, and it would be the dessert of the life I have, for both of us. Then much laughter followed in a compassionate way. Right then I was shown how he looks, he who would be my great love in the future, so that I could recognize him that day off in the future when I would meet him. The reason that I was told this was to give me enough calm so that I would work on myself and on that life that I want to have, which I know that, with the love, will happen one day. After the review of my past and future, I visited a very beautiful and lively landscape, where I had the experience of taking a walk with my energetic and radiating friend. All the colors were so beautiful and vibrant, as if everything was alive and buzzing. Here I reached a beautiful spot, where some souls came towards me, I recognized some of them, those I had known in my current life, those who had passed.
My four grandparents, who I loved so much in my life, were also there. They smiled and were quite happy. They gave me many hugs and much love, and they told me that they had fun and were well, and they worked on whatever they desired the most. I also met several friends who had passed away, and they had come to greet me. They all said that I had to go back, and it wasn't my time yet. Everyone was so healthy and smiling, and those who had been old looked at least twenty years younger. I felt very strong and was then absolutely sure that there is meaning to everything big that happens to us in our lives, including everything I experienced in my near-death experience, there is a meaning with the lives we have. I then met a group of souls, who I didn't know from this life, but when I saw them, I just knew that I knew them deep in my soul, it was them that I knew the best and I cared most about. They were those who I feel the most connected to in the entire universe. I was totally filled with happiness by the reunion, so much that it felt like I cried of joy and surprise. Meanwhile, I wondered a lot about why, in my 42 years of life, I had at no point remembered them, those most of all. It was overwhelming and indescribably wonderful to meet them. Now that I look back upon that, I can see that it wasn't all or just a bit of what happens in the afterlife that I saw there. What I saw and experienced, was especially arranged for me and for my visit. I was at the same time so enveloped with the experience that I didn't think about whom I was or where I came from or, for that matter, worried myself about it. Neither did I think about wanting to get back. I only wanted to be right there, where I was. The experience took all my attention completely. Suddenly a young man stood in front of me, and I knew that he was my newborn son. He stared at me intensely, and then a voice shouted, his voice, throughout the place, Mom, you promised me to be my mother in this life, otherwise I wouldn't be here. Then immediately I was propelled back to my body with immense speed. It only took a split second to come back, and it hurt incredibly to get back in my body. When I was leaving the hospital, the attending physician told me that I was that patient who had been the most gone and then came back again. He said that they couldn't do so much in that situation, other than give me plenty of platelets, watch me, and then pray to God. Notes from Beyond Death If you would like to learn more about Bolette and her NDE, simply visit the link I have left in the description where she has included a brief question and answer session immediately following her experience. And now let's get right into that bonus NDE I have included. Mary writes, I was 22 years old and at the San Diego Silver Strand State Park. I was with my girlfriend and two Navy pilots. It was a rather windy day and the ocean was rough for sure. It was a bad beach day, but we were there to visit each other. I wanted to go check out the water. Once down to the surf, I no longer could see them. And there was no one else around at this time either. I noticed kelp all around. It was horrible. I waited out. The waves were knocking me off balance because they were strong. I did not plan to go this far out. I was shocked at myself. I kept trying to get untangled in the kelp and returned to the shore, but the harder I fought, the further and deeper I got. I quickly discovered that I now could not touch the floor of ocean. Yikes. I think to myself. 
I realized I am involved in a rip current and it's pulling me out and sucking me down. I am truly scared. I find myself wearing out. My arms hurt from weakness of fighting the water and kelp. I now realize that I am going to die. I tell myself that I will take deep breaths and come up for air. Each time I relaxed it felt so good. I then thought about the pain of breathing in water. I was sure that was going to be very painful. I was a respiratory therapist at this time. I figured the pain would not last too long. So I took my last breath. As I relaxed and just allowed my body to sink deeper into the water, I thought about my parents. I felt bad because my dear brother had died five years earlier, shot down in airplane Vietnam War. This would be two kids dead. I didn't think much about anything else except that pain of breathing in water. I was terrified. Then just in a quick snap I was in this awesome realm. The color of atmosphere was a celery color. I thought wow. Where was I? I didn't feel water anymore or the nasty slimy kelp. A definite peace and calmness came over me. I noticed that I could see vastly in all directions. I also saw these micro ultra bright moving sparkles. They were close up and far away, all moving in individual directions, but at the exact same speed. I wondered what they were, but I kept thinking and wondering where I was. I felt no fear. I felt content. Thought to myself, it's okay, I can just hang out here. And I did for a time. Then all of a sudden I saw this huge picture in front of me. It was like a drive-in theater, but just for me. It took a second, and then I recognized myself as the star. Oh my goodness. It was fabulous. And so heartwarming. I recognized so much. I felt myself just grinning or even laughing. I thought, oh slow down here, but it just kept a steady pace. It was better than fantastic. And the interesting thing here is that I didn't hear anything, but I completely understood everything that was being said. Everything. So you can imagine how I was feeling. Extra special and super real fine. I never once thought about my parents, friends, work, car, or felt frightened. I was thoroughly thrilled. So just when I am the happiest I have ever been, I feel this super speedy swoosh, which included water moving very fast and strong over my body and I was going up. My head suddenly popped up on top of the water. I was so surprised. There in front of me was this young man. He had a round face with full cheeks. His eyes were like blue crystal. So beautiful and welcoming were his eyes. His lips were full. His hair appeared thick and was a variety of ranges of the color caramel. The funny thing I was thinking was why wasn't his hair wet? How could he be in that deep of water without getting his hair wet? I really don't think he was touching me. I can't remember. But he said, place your hand on my shoulder. I thought, like right. I'm going to lay my hand on your shoulder and you can save me while you battle the waves making headway to shore and weaving your way in between kelp. He didn't say anything else and turned. So I placed my hand flatly on his shoulder. He then took off like Tarzan. He literally sliced the water effortlessly. I felt and saw his muscles pop up. He appeared to be partially out of the water. I could also see that he sported a tiny ponytail. It was at the base of his head 
and probably about three to four inches long in a wet curl. But his head was not wet. We were making good time, and I was totally shocked that with my hand flatly touching his shoulder, why was I so secure? Then this really huge wave banged into us. I immediately thought this is not good. I was scared for him. I thought maybe I could make it in the rest of the way by myself. And he's strong. He can get back too. So I removed my hand. He snapped his head around and asked why did I do that. I informed him that I just couldn't be responsible for his death and to save himself. He looked at me and said I am a lifeguard. I remember giving him a look and thinking why didn't you say that before. Then he said place your hand on my shoulder. I did and soon I felt my toes touch the sandy floor of ocean. I was fully confident that I was going to make it now. Then he stood up and took my arm with both of his hands and gently guided me to the water's edge. I went to sit down and he kindly asked me if I was okay. I told him I was fine, but I needed a few minutes to digest what just happened to me. I inquired if he needed my name to record in the logbook. He responded with a no. I thought it was odd because I had to record everything twice at the hospital. I said, thanks for saving me. He smiled. It was his first time doing so. And then slowly walked away to the north along the surf's edge. I could now see that he had on red trunks. He seemed about 5 foot 10 to 6 feet tall. I have to add that he had a funny walk. It looked like he turned his feet out a little. He had a carefree style walk and his arms swayed back and forth. I thought it was odd that he didn't have a red floaty that lifeguards usually carry. Then to my bewilderment, while I was watching him, he vanished. I stood up and searched scanning my eyes everywhere. No sign of him, a lifeguard stand or any people. Gone. So I sit back down and start to ponder this whole event that took place. I had more questions than answers. Mainly, where was this person, and what was his vantage point of seeing me? How could he not get his hair wet? How did my hand in a flat position remain so firmly on his shoulder? How could I hold my breath for length of time? So I just tucked that event away in my head. Years later, I married and mentioned it to my husband, but he didn't seem interested and could not understand. My sister appeared intrigued. More years have passed. I am now 73 years old. I remember everything. I could easily pick that young man out of a hundred or more. I realize now I was saved because I needed to marry this certain man. Also I went on to have three wonderful children. So I used to remember five reviews of my life. I can only remember one now. I am grateful for that. I was about seven years old. I believe it was a birthday party. I could see my back. I was wearing this navy blue dress with gold clocks all over it, and the numbers were in Roman numerals. White collar and cuffs on short sleeves. It buttoned and tied in the back. I was standing and it seems everyone else was too. I was looking at my dad. He had a white t-shirt on and tucked into his pants with a black belt. He was just smiling and laughing at me. I saw some clapping too. Sadly, this is my only memory of the review of life I can remember. I didn't get to see the whole thing. Sure would have liked to. From what I read today about spiritual talking, it is all telepathy between individuals. 
but it's like hearing, completely as if words were said, and you understood. I also understood and believe that. I believe I have a male angel. I understand they have the ability to take a human form. I believe this young man, 23 to 25 years old, had to think quickly when he decided to save me. Another funny thing is that when I came back to the surface I didn't cough or breathe strangely. No hyperventilation either, just normal breathing. So I have done some reading, actually a lot, and I understand that when a human gets to a point where they truly are looking at the end of life, there's a protection in place. One slips into the realm or they float upwards. I never saw my body or another person. Wish I did. But still I remain very calm and blissful. Knowing myself I don't know why I wasn't totally terrified. Oh yes, that's another thing I read. Ability to see vastly. I saw great distances. But also those bright moving sparkles didn't hurt my eyes either. Additionally, I want to say that those sparkles looked like there was life in them. I don't know why I say that but it just appeared like that. If I had to name the angel, it would be Daniel or David. So wrapping this story up, I just want to say that I feel very blessed and lucky. I also feel privileged to have experienced something that most people haven't. I hope this meets your approval. Best regards. Mary, let me know in the comments below what you think about either or both near-death experiences this video covered. Until next time, stay blessed.